I'm so excited to talk to you guys about today's sponsor, Pros. Pros is the custom beauty brand that is all over your feed. I had been wanting to try them for so long. And when I tell you guys that I put on my Instagram story that they were going to be sponsoring the podcast, I got so many genuine organic responses from my following of people being like, oh my God, I love Pros. I've been using it for years. So don't even just take it from me, but take it from the genuine people that reached out agreeing with me about how much they love Pros. And when Pros says custom, they actually mean it. Each and every bottle of Pros custom hair and skincare is made to order and personalized with a unique blend of naturally powerful and proven effective ingredients to meet your needs. Their in-depth consultation analyzes over 80 factors for a complete view of your life and beauty goals. One of the coolest parts of the questionnaire that I thought was they literally asked me about my location and my zip code so that they could understand how hard the water is here, what the UV index is like, if it's cold, if it's dry, and all of that goes into these truly personalized products. Pros even did a third-party, double-blind, dermatologist-supervised controlled clinical study, aka the gold standard in research studies, and Pros proved that personalization works better than off-the-shelf alternatives. So try it for yourself and get your healthiest hair in 30 days or your money back. Pros is so confident that you'll love your results that they're offering the Artie Friends listeners an exclusive trial offer so that you can see the difference custom care can make. 50% off your first subscription order at pros, P-R-O-S-E dot com slash Artie Friends. That's pros.com slash Artie Friends for your free consultation and 50% off your one-of-a-kind formulas. Pros.com slash Artie Friends. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly, but then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Already Friends. This is Kara. And this is Allison. Today we have our What Would Your Bestie Do segment. And today we have a little bit of a theme. It's called Savor Splurge Edition, where we're going to give some insight on different topics of things that we think is good to save on, splurge on, maybe even share some things that we're considering splurging on versus saving. So yeah, hopefully you guys can get some advice, some perspective on different purchases. Because as we all know, the holiday season's coming up. We're going to see lots of sales going on, lots of buying gifts for people. So we're just kind of prepping for that. And I think Allison even has some more insight on why she suggested this topic, but we'll get to that in a little bit. All right. So catching up, honestly, this was a more low-key week. After I had a crazy two weeks this week, I was like, all right, we're going to do some mellow vibes. So going with spooky season, I did watch The Watcher. Have you seen that series or heard of it? I'm seeing a lot of hype for it. I have no idea what it's about, but I know it's like a creepy house or something, isn't it? (laughs) 
Yes. So it's based off a true story. And those ones always get me because then I'm watching it the whole time. I'm like, wait, so like this actually happened. I feel like when they're just a general scary story, I'm like, ah, the character should have done this or that's exaggerated or like this would never happen. But when they're based on a true story, it adds such an element of like, oh my goodness. So I did finish that. I'm gearing myself up for Dahmer. I feel like the watcher was like (laughs) kind of spooky. And then like, I'm just, I haven't been ready to dive into that yet. I don't know if I can do it, but. Wait, is The Watcher about like murder or something? Um, Or does it give it away? Don't give it away if it does. I don't, I honestly just don't know the premise. You were more along the lines of like, there's something with this house. Okay, okay. To where Dahmer is obviously following a one individual's story, which is also based on a true story. And that one, uh, I have heard that that show is really scary because Evan Peters, the actor, plays Jeffrey Dahmer just too well. Too well. Yeah. So I don't know if I already am like terrified. It was actually really funny that you said this because on our trip, we had a lot of driving. So the last trip I went on was a road trip. And one of the topics we got into was like, what are your biggest fears? And it's like me and a car of three guys. And they're like flying on planes, heights. And I'm like getting kidnapped and murdered. (laughs) Like, and so I'm like, I don't think I can listen to Jeffrey Dahmer or like any of the Ted Bundy stuff that's all having their moments because I'm like, that is my biggest fear. I mean, I don't live my life in fear, but if we're talking about like biggest fear, it is getting thrown into a van in a Walmart parking lot. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. And as a female, it's just so much more likely that we're going to have that fear because, you know, we're not that strong. I know. Which is why, you know, I'm taking up these boxing lessons. <laughs> Gotta <laughs> Right hook, left hook, upper jab. So, yeah, I did watch that. Count me um, out. I'm sorry. Also, <laughs> just been having a lot of family time. My dad came over this week. It's just cute to have your parents at your house, you know? Like, it's normal to, like, for Clay and I to, like, go to our parents' house and do family dinner there. But it's nice to, like, invite them over for a change. So, I've been trying to do that more. Like, and that's you guys like, come here. Yeah, and that's so adult. Like, hosting your parents or having people over, your family, siblings for dinner. I'm like, oh my God. When did the tables turn? Right? Like, I, I will caveat that with my dad. It was very casual and it was in the afternoon and we were literally, like, doing yoga. We, like, pushed the couch to the side and, and we were doing different, like, yoga and movements. Clay was like showing my dad some things. So I cannot say that we we hosted this nice dinner after I just said last episode how I'm not good at cooking. So that that's like next year, Allison, maybe. Yeah. But yes. That's funny. Okay, fun. Any other updates? Mm, no, I feel like I have a lot I want to say on this save or splurge thing. So I'll save my ketchup so we can splurge later. Ooh, look at those puns. <laughs> look at her go. Um, updates here. I had a really lovely time. I was just in Scottsdale, uh, right outside of Phoenix, Arizona, and just had a couple days there with Hania. Me and her stayed there literally just for two days and used Hilton points to book a really nice hotel in, yeah, downtown, like old town Scottsdale. We stayed at the Canopy by Hilton, Scottsdale. And I really love this hotel. And I just want to give them a little shout out. If you're ever in Scottsdale, I would highly recommend checking out this hotel because we really did a really quick trip and took the last flight out on a Tuesday. So we had like all day Monday and then all day Tuesday. So usually when you stay in a hotel, you know, you check out at 11 or maybe you can get a noon checkout and then you like put your bags behind the front desk and then you kind of just, you can use the pool or you can go explore. But if you get like sweaty or stinky, like you're just kind of SOL because you don't have anywhere to like change or shower. But the canopy had a, I think they called it like the transit room where they had like a locker room and then private 
bathroom with a shower, like all the things. So you could put all of your suitcases, all your stuff in these lockers, like these really big lockers, use the pool all day. And then when it was time to head out for the airport, you could go down, change, shower, which I did. And then head to the airport. And I just think that that was an amazing feature. And I hope more... Yeah, I hope more hotels do that because they literally gave us a key to use the pool all day, have lunch there, and then gave us a key for this like little locker room area. And then we showered and it was just like amazing. And we sat in the hot tub at the pool till like 5.30. And we're like, I guess we should go change and shower and then go. So loved that so much like made the trip that much more enjoyable because otherwise I feel like you're like sitting around at a restaurant or like a coffee Mm -hmm. shop just like waiting for your flight but it was nice that we could like just have like a full day that is so smart yeah did you know that when you booked it or that just like happened to be a perk no it just happened to be a perk and I'm I'm like wow everyone needs to know about this because it's just like the hotel is more expensive I mean I used points so I don't have to pay like a cash price but I think it is a nicer property but paying that higher price to like not have to buy like another hotel room night because you're kind of getting like the same benefits as like paying for another night at a hotel like using the bathroom using the shower having somewhere to change and relax yeah it was kind of nice it is cool and how was the hikes did you go on any hikes we did a lot of hiking <laughs> the week before. So we were kind of over the hiking, but it was really nice to just kind of sit by the pool. Like that's what we did two days. We just like read by the pool, um, swam, and I got breakfast. My peak of the week is that I got breakfast with my friend Cammy, who, fun fact, was my random roommate from the whole Coachella Revolve Fest craziness. And we actually like went viral on TikTok for being random roommates. So it's just funny. In that, the sweatshirt you're wearing right oh, now. Yeah, in the sweatshirt I'm wearing right now. And it's funny that like how full circle we've come from that moment. Cause like I walked into this hotel room, randomly met these two girls, and now I'm like hanging out with her when I'm in her town. And yeah, I just love the internet and like connecting with fun people. And it was good to catch up with her. And she has like this amazing idea. I'm so excited for it to like come to fruition. And I was helping her, like she was asking me like for some, I don't know, brainstorming ideas. She has this like really cool thing that I hope we can announce soon because I just love what she's going to be doing in the next coming months. So cool. peak of the week was seeing Cammy. Go follow her, Cammy Griffith on Instagram and TikTok. So yeah, that was my peak. And obviously, of course, just hanging out with Hania for the last couple of days was very fun too. We just, she's a gal like swimming in the pool. So we were swimming in the pool together. So that was really fun. Doing the color dunk game, of course. (laughs) No, she actually didn't want to get her hair wet for like the first three hours. So I'm like, oh, we can't play the color game, rude. But then she ended up getting wet. I'm like, we could have been playing that game like three hours ago. Come on, Hania. Could have been throwing diving rings. Yeah. Oh, also random shout. I had no idea how like bougie Scottsdale was. Like it's literally like Mm. a little mini Las Vegas. I had no idea because I hadn't been there since I was like 12. And I actually got to see some of our like Omaha friends, some of the Omaha people we know that live there. And I was shocked. I can see why people go there for like bachelorette parties because it's like it was giving Vegas on like a Monday night. (laughs) It's like Vegas and LA had a baby. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like it's like a little classier than Vegas, but it's got the party scene. I drove through there by myself and I was just like driving around downtown. Also probably the same you said, like on a Sunday, Monday night and my jaw was just like on the floor. I was like, these people are going so hard. Very hard. <laughs> like, yes. If you're going to go there for a bachelorette party, that sounds like a good plan because it, it was fun. But it was madness. Yeah. So, but I really liked it. The weather was great. Peak of the week for you. So my peak of the week is very underwhelming, but wholesome. So Clay and I are sharing a car right now because his car is in the shop. And it it takes a little coordinating. It hasn't for the most part, but last night I had to stop in Elmwood Park. It's like, if someone doesn't know Omaha, it's like this really nice park, but you kind of like weave through it. And so 
I didn't know if I was like, should I like go pick something up? Should I pick him up? And I was kind of parked in my car with my hatters on like deciding. Mm-hmm. And I just like had the door open because it was nice. And literally in the 10 minutes that I was waiting, I think like 15 cars like came over and they were like, is everything okay? Like, do you need a ride? Do you need a jump? Like, did you run out of gas? Like people were so nice. Everything from like girls to guys to dads to families. They were all just like so willing to help. And like when the first guy did it, I was like, oh shoot, I need to like get out of here and like go park in an actual parking spot. But I don't know. It's a really lame peak of the week, but it was so sweet. No, that's so nice because I feel like lately all we see online is just the stories of people being really mean or crazy to one another. And it gets overwhelming. So I think it's nice to hear that there are good people out here in the world and that people are doing nice things for one another. Absolutely. All right. Your guys' peaks of the week. Ooh, I love this one. It's very on brand for today. Amber said, invested in a piece of art, acrylic painting that was very expensive, but worth every penny. She said splurge and clearly it was worth it. Wait, yay. I love that. Okay, another money related thing. Jessica said, we sold our house, did a huge build for a wedding, made our first large sale on Etsy all in a week. Oh my goodness, congratulations. Sounds like lots of good things are happening your way. Yes, I hope that you have some time to debrief from all of that. And Maya said, I entered my mom into a meditation retreat giveaway and she won. Glad to hear someone actually wins those things. That's so cool. Oh, congrats. And also love that she entered her mom. Not, you know, that's cute. She did it for herself. She did it for her mom. That's amazing. Well, last one related to exactly that. Amy said, spent most of my fall break with my family. That's amazing. Glad you guys got that family time together. And yeah, hope you had a great fall break. All right, moving into the Save or Splurge edition. So my idea came from this going off of what I just said. Clay and I are sharing a car right now. When we came back from the Pacific Northwest, we had flown into Des Moines and then we were driving back to Omaha and we hit that stupid raccoon. I feel bad saying stupid raccoon. I don't know. He had a death wish. He jumped out in front of the car and (laughs) it like really messed up Clay's front end like so bad. I didn't know a raccoon could do so much damage. So Clay took his car to the shop and of course they have to order the parts. It's this whole thing. Three weeks is how long it's taking for them to fix his car. So we've been sharing my car for like a week and a half now. And I don't mind it. Like I actually kind of like it. So my save or splurge question to you, do you think having one car for Clay and I is actually realistic? Am I in the honeymoon stage of this and would it actually not be that great? Or would having one less car payment and insurance actually be like so nice? Because since I like have New Wave, which is literally 10 feet from my apartment, the coffee shop is across the street. The YMCA, if I like really needed it, I don't have a membership there anymore, but I could, is like three blocks away. All of my favorite little like The Grove, Hank and Axe, all of my services, Webriser Record, all within walking distance. So the only thing I really need my car for is yoga. But Clay's home from work by that time and it's something on the weekends, but usually we're doing it together. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts? I mean, as someone who grew up sharing a car, like my entire, what, age 17 to till I bought my own car, um, I think sharing car is a great option. If if it works out for your schedule, I think it all depends on like your schedule. And I mean, when you lay it out like that, it sounds like it's possible. I mean, you will live in a really nice location, how you're just saying. You're in a very urban environment. You can walk to a lot of places. If you're here for it, I'm here for that for you guys. Because yeah, I think when you do share a car, you realize that you don't need it all the time. Like I literally didn't have a car in college, but I always had access to a car. Like I could borrow Brady's car. I could borrow Connor's car. 
Yeah. And it wasn't that bad? It wasn't bad at all. I think it's just such the norm. Like, mm-hmm. I've been so conditioned. You know, I've like, I've had a car since I was 15, as has Clay. And that's just like what you do in, you know, the United States particularly, but mostly in, you know, big Midwest cities. Like, you just, quote unquote, need a car to get around. And I had put something on my story like, wow, maybe I could get behind the one car lifestyle. And I had so many people reply and be like, oh my gosh, like my partner and I just did this. Like we now we, we can like save for a home or we did this. Like it's actually not that bad. Mm-hmm. Now we got a bicycle. And I'm like, yeah, this like kind of seems like a good option. Yeah, for where you live, I think that's a great option. You can definitely do that. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Then the second question with it. So Clay has like a sedan or yeah, that's what you call the four-door cars, mm-hmm. like a car car, but his is like sportier. It's got like darker windows, the black interior. And then I have an SUV. Which one would you keep? That's such a good question because they both have their pros and cons because I have the exact same situation. So Connor has a smaller car. He has a Toyota Camry and I have a RAV4. And I would literally never want to own a car. Like, I just need to sit up higher. I'm 5'5". Five, five. I've been a short gal my whole life. Like, I just want a little bit of height. But the gas mileage on Connor's car, like, blows mine out of the water. He can get, like, 42, 44 miles per gallon. And mine's, like, 28 or something, 26. Right. So, if we're talking about saving, like, we try to drive his car whenever we go somewhere far. Like, two hours or more, it's Connor's car. But, like, comfortability-wise, I just love being in an SUV. I know. know. It would be such a toss-up. If any listeners have been through this and like have feedback, please let me know. Yeah, I think, what would would you sell the car? That's the only thing is like with that kind of decision, it's probably a little permanent because you probably have to sell the car, right? Yeah. It's not like you try it out and then just like get it back. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But my stepmom had said, well, what about all the road trips that you go on? And I'm like, well, I feel like I opt for driving since I have a nice car. And part of the reason why like I got a nice SUV was so I could do the road trips. But I'm like, but if we just had Clay's car, then I could just fly more because I'm like, oh, we have extra money to be like, like taking flying trips. So I don't know. Well, some people live by the rule of if they're doing a road trip, they rent the car too. So if you're saving all this money, you could even just like rent it. Because I know people that don't want to put miles on their car. They don't want to get in accidents in their car. Mm -hmm. And they just like solely rent cars for road trips. So I don't know, maybe that could be you too. This is a good show. I also saw this app called Turo. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of it? I have used it. Yeah. You have? Okay. Mm-hmm. My cousin said that her and her brother rent their cars out on there and they both make like $800 a month. Yeah. It probably pays for the car payment. I've thought about it. I don't know. Because it's like you're, it's kind of like Airbnb for cars. So you're like letting people drive your car if you, have, if you haven't heard of it. It's a good idea. I don't know if I'd like want people dinging at my doors. Maybe that's just like, but I don't know. That's no. actually a really good option if you're thinking about going down to one car. You could even probably charge a premium since you have like a premium car. I know. And I'm like, we live so close to the airport. Yeah. And if I'm not using my car and it's just sitting there all day, I should be making money from this thing. Yeah. I have put like so few miles, the minus the two road trips I took, the amount of miles I've put on my car in the last year and a half is like nothing. Wow. I like hardly drive it. Okay. Well, that so. might be a really good option for you. Cool. Well, thanks for talking it out with me. I was like thinking about this and I was like, it's very appropriate for the conversation because, you know, I'm sure a lot of our listeners are in that phase where it's like, do you buy the nicer car? Do you go and get the SUV? Is it worth it to take on a bigger car payment? I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Well, if that's your situation where you're looking for that advice, I have two situations where I'm deciding between saving or splurging. The first one being a couch because I have these two couches that my parents have had for like 
years. That's what's in our living room right now. And they're just like brown leather couches. They're definitely not the aesthetic, but they were free. So that makes it like really, you know, a great option for me. But Connor has been talking and this one couch that we had our eye on like a year and a half ago is finally back in stock. It's been out of stock for a year and a half. I think it's about $800. It's a couch from Ikea with a chase like a, and it has like a sleeper pullout and he's really wanting to pull the, pull the trigger on it. But I'm just like, I don't know. Like we have two couches that work, but this one would look so much better. We're not going to live in this house forever. We're going to get rid of that couch and remove because it's just like probably not going to match. I don't know. What are your thoughts? Okay, first question. Have you gone and actually sat on it in Ikea yet? No, but his parents just bought it and they really like it. Okay, because I was going to say, sometimes I bought a couch online in college, thought it was cute, came and I was like, this is not comfortable. Like, wow. So that can be kind of sketch. If you were to go through the effort of getting rid of your old furniture, have this thing come in and then it not even be comfortable. Mm -hmm. But if you have some credibility that's saying it is comfortable... Is it worth it for the aesthetics? Like I have a functioning ugly couch. I'm going to say with your house layout, yes, because it's right when you walk in the front door mm-hmm. and that fireplace mantle is so beautiful with the couch like nearby. I just think it would look really good. And in terms of a couch, $800 is not that much. No, it's really not. And it might end up going well with your next place. You don't know for sure that it maybe wouldn't work. Mm-hmm. And you could maybe get like a hundred bucks for the set you have. I don't know, like Facebook Marketplace maybe. Yeah, Couches are kind of hard to resell because people are like, eh, what's in there? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's funny. Okay, well, Connor's going to love that you said all this because he's definitely the one that like really wants this couch. So he's going to be very excited. What color is it? I think we're either looking at like white or gray. I honestly can't remember. They have all the colors in right now. Everything, every color is in stock. So the worlds are oyster there. Well, someone who has a white couch with Margot and I, I don't in the backyard. The yeah, I don't think that could work. No, I, I don't want the white. I wonder what color he was thinking. Probably like I don't know. But see, white couches just look so good. But I, I don't think we could do white at all. Yeah, you would have to wipe her paws every single time no. she comes in. Yeah, that's what I do with peaches. I literally need to make a video of it. I have a towel that has a peaches print on it that my mom got me. Mm-hmm. And every time peaches comes in, I literally wipe her privates because dog, like even girl dogs, like a little bit of pee stays on their fur. So to wipe that, wipe her paws because I have all white bedding, all white couches, all white pillows, everything. Yeah. See, I love that look and it looks amazing, <laughs> but I could not, I just know my effort levels and I will not be doing that. So <sighs> yeah. I wish like black couches were cool or like something that does not show any sort of stain at all. Do they have a black option? Cause that would look good in your place. I don't know. I, okay. I'm going to tell him that we're, we're going to consider moving forward with this and then I will give an update on the colors and everything. I don't know. I've, I've been letting him look into it. I also love that he's the one pushing for this. I know. What the heck? Oh. Sometimes I'm just like, Yeah, Connor has the vision. He's good at that. He's got some sort of style. We're taking a quick break from this episode to introduce one of our sponsors, Fight Camp. I recently shared with you guys my new interest in boxing. And if you've been curious to try boxing as well, but want to do it from the comfort of your own home, then Fight Camp is the perfect solution. Fight Camp is interactive at-home boxing that allows you to elevate your at-home workout experience. You can explore thousands of workouts led by expert trainers with decades of experience teaching proper boxing form and technique. Fight Camp has live punching counting stats that motivate you by continuing every punch throughout your workout and pushing you to meet goals with each round. 
So their gloves actually have built-in sensors that track every single punch, giving you an accurate look at your workout. As you progress through your workouts, you'll unlock achievements and you can go head-to-head against other members, whether they're across the country or even across the living room. One of the best things about Fight Camp is that it makes boxing accessible to everyone. We all know that some gyms can feel a little intimidating and it can take a lot of discipline to get outside during these upcoming colder months. No matter your fitness level, age, or experience, Fight Camp has workouts for you. Fight Camp is like the Peloton for boxing. You use their equipment at home, It tracks your achievements, tracks your punches to create a full picture of your workout. Join the biggest boxing community in the world without leaving your home. Fight Camp packages start at just $99 and they even offer some great financing options so that you can get started for as low as $9 a month. To get everything you need, go to fightcamp.com slash already friends to learn more. Again, that's fightcamp.com slash already friends. Happy boxing. As a retail shop owner, I know how important it is to have a good, reliable POS system. That's why I'm so excited about our sponsor today, Shopify. Shopify has already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. But did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your retail store? Give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source. Track everything across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers both inline and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug and play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point of sale system, or use Shopify's POS Go Mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash already friends. That is all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash already friends to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash already friends. Thank you again to Shopify for sponsoring the already friends podcast. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly, but then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the hefty renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials to participate. Simply fill up an orange hefty renew bag with accepted items, tie it up and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Okay. Well, the other big purchase that you guys did for your home was the blinds. Yeah. Now that it's been a few months, were they worth the splurge? That one, that just felt like a function one. Like that felt like it had a purpose that needed to be met. So that one just felt like one of those things you just like have to bite your tongue and just do it. And just like, I mean, like they're, they're blinds. It's not like, oh my God, I'm so glad I bought these blinds. But I'm like, I also didn't want like the sticky ones hanging up anymore that I bought for like $20 at Home Depot. So you mean like the metal ones? Like the ones you like, it's like literally a sticker and you like stick it to your ceiling and then like they pull down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, are they like fabric-y? <laughs> no, it's just like a temporary blind. They're made of like paper. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh. Like when you go to school and the teacher would pull down like the board out yeah. of that thing. Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> like not great. So, I mean, that just felt like a purchase that I had to do. I'm just like looking at these dumb things mm-hmm. right now. I'm like, you guys are so expensive. <laughs> well, 
I can uh, talk about the next one if you want. Yeah, go ahead. The other purchase um, that has really been weighing on my heart of what I want to do is the freaking wedding. I'll never stop talking about this wedding. It's never going to happen because I'm just like so indecisive on what we're going to do. But I just go back and forth because I am an extroverted person. So is Connor. We have a lot of people that we like and want to invite to this wedding. So we're like, do we just do like a bigger wedding? But at the same time, it just like hurts to know that like a bigger wedding is like so expensive. And when I say expensive, like at least 25000 to 35000 which is insane. So yeah, that's where I'm at right now. <sighs> it's so hard. There's well, no right answer. There's literally no right answer. At this age and stage of our lives, you kind of just have to decide what is worth going into some debt for. Like, <laughs> is it going to be your student loans? Is it going to be the first house? Is it going to be a car? Is it going to be a wedding? Like, it's probably going to be one of those things for almost everyone at some point. And what is it worth to you to like save up for that or after that's, you know, you're going to be have to giving, if you get, if you do go with that big wedding, you're going to have to make some compromises in other areas. And like, are you okay with that? Mm -hmm. Is what it kind of comes down to. Yeah. And if I'm doing a bigger wedding, it's not going to be a destination wedding. Like, so that's kind of, I think that's like where I'm at is like, oh, I just want to be able to invite whoever I want to invite and like have all these people because I just love people and like, I love being around people that are like excited to celebrate me. But if I do that, like that has to kind of be in St. Louis or it has to be in Missouri if I want to do that way, because I just don't think I can afford to do that big wedding somewhere pretty too, because they upcharge everything at the really pretty places. So yeah. And then you'd have to consider like not everyone can afford to go to the wedding. So then the guest count would definitely be lower of people actually coming that you invited. It's just tough because like all of my peoples <laughs> don't live in Missouri. So it's going to be like a destination wedding for them anyways. But it's like all of Connor's peoples like for the most part live in St. Louis. So it's it's tough. Okay. What about somewhere outside of Kansas City that's like halfway between Omaha, halfway between St. Louis. Then it kind of still feels like it's neither of your guys' homes. Yeah. It's like everyone's coming from like Pennsylvania and like South oh. Carolina, Jersey, Virginia. You know what I mean? Okay. If you did a Chicago. big wedding, would you not get a good honeymoon then? I feel like I'd pay for my honeymoon with all points. So I don't feel like, like I feel like I've hacked, I can hack that one and not have to pay for that with like real money. So yeah, I don't that's know. super fair. And that's a huge perk because a lot of people, you know, they got to do both. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, I think that you saying that is just a good reminder. It's just like, you just got to sit and think about what you value. And I don't think I've like sat and thought on it for too long, you know? And like, are you and Connor on the same page. Yeah, I think we both are kind of leaning towards having more people. So I hope I can just, I don't know. You know what I wish was publicly correct? You know how people like get you all these gifts, like a lot of gifts that you don't need? It's like, why can't they just like contribute to the wedding? Why I would know, that be? That? That's so true. Like, hey, you know, the bill for the wedding is 25000 <laughs> If we all just kind of like throw some money at this, we could just we could put come big out even in here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, that's so true. So I guess there's not really a right or wrong answer for that, but that is one of the ones that I'm wondering if I should save or splurge on. That's a good one. And like the wedding dress. That's a good one. I haven't even looked at anything of that. So I'm not, I won't bring that up, but I feel like that's a big one. People are like, do I save or splurge? Because it's, you're wearing it once. Mm. I haven't looked at anything for those. So not much insight, but I know that they can be like upwards of $5,000 at some yeah. instances. It's almost like with a wedding, you've kind of got to break it out into chunks where it's like, okay, honeymoon, dress, flowers, photo, video, venue, and like rank them. What is the most important? Right. I think one out of those, like I would love flowers and fresh flowers. I'm going to put that on the bottom because that's not going to like make or break the day for me. Or like open bar. Like, do you care mm -hmm. about that? Right. All those 
big price tags. Mm-hmm. Kind of got a cherry pick. My last thought on it is I feel like there's two ways to do a wedding. You either have the wedding for yourself or you have the wedding for your guests. Mm-hmm. And it seems like you are you guys are kind of leading toward having a wedding for the guests. Mm-hmm. Like you want the people to come. You want them to have a good experience. You want it to be really fun to where I'm on the other flip side where I'm like, mm, save intimate wedding. Like this is just about us. Mm-hmm. Y'all can stay home. So... But that's probably because in my life, like maybe my values, like, you know, putting money towards something else. Mm-hmm. So if that is important to have everyone that you care about, like around you to celebrate, then it, it might be worth it. Yeah, that's so true. Well, stay tuned for that because that's just something that I got to figure out. What's another one? What's another save or splurge that we're ready to give some advice on? Okay. Did you recently get your away luggage? Did I see that? I did. I did pull the trigger. I splurged. What are your thoughts after having a few trips? You know, I really almost even had like, what's that called? Like buyer's remorse when you, after I bought it because I'm like, oh, I had this dingy suitcase for like 12 years and it worked just fine. You know, it had dents all over. It barely rolled, but it was fine. Um, and I think I ended up spending around $300 my away suitcase. I luckily know an employee that works there and she gave me 25% off. So they're usually $400. But I think knowing that I got $100 off, knowing that I travel literally once or twice a month and I'm going on longer trips where the company pays for the check bag. So like I will check a bag. And now after using the suitcase for two or three trips, I'm very glad that I bought it because it rolls so much easier than my other one. Like just functionality wise, it has made my life a little bit easier. Like just the rolling, like I was like dragging my other one. Like one of the wheels had like recently broke. It was not even moving. I'm like, now that I don't have the buyer's remorse, I've like used it enough. I am glad that I splurged. And I think that was something that you even shouted when I was talking about maybe buying it. You're like, well, you do travel for a living. Like you shouldn't feel bad about buying something that you're going to use all the time. So I think that might be a really good tip if like, if you're on the fence about something, like what's the cost per use? Like, are you actually going to be using it all the time? Because that I think I'm can say that I'm happy that I bought and spent that money on. I love that. Yeah. When customers at New Wave are like deciding on something, I'll be like three uses right now. I need to know like when are the next three times that you could wear this or get a use out of it. And if you can't come up with them, then maybe that's not something you need in your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can all think of the dress or the one outfit that we bought that has been sitting in the closet for like a year or two years because yeah, you didn't have that moment in your head. But you just did it. Okay. You have a house, a ring or a home security system? Yeah, we have one of Connor's parents like old rings. I think they got like a new one. So we have like their old one. So I didn't have to pay for it. So I guess that's a tough one because that was free. Um, What are your thoughts? you have a ring? No, I'm on the fence. After the homeless guy came in, it was top of mind for a while. What's and the I was cost? Like, do you just buy it once or do you, do you get to pay for membership? This is a great question. I don't know. And my plan was, because the videos were getting a lot of traction on TikTok, I was like, ooh, I'm going to reach out to a home security company and be like, listen, I'm, I can make a reply video because all these people were like, dude, get a home security system. I can be like, oh my God, I did. Here it is. And then I just did not capitalize on it at all. And I feel like the moment is gone. But living downtown... I feel like it could be a good idea. I mean, honestly, living anywhere could be a really good idea. Yeah. If you're on the fence with those, there's options that I don't think they're that expensive. Like to where I think it would be worth it. I don't think you can ever spend too much on like your safety and the peace of mind. Yeah. The peace of mind. Or even if you're not going to get a ring, my grandpa has like this $30 alarm from 
Home Depot or Amazon. I don't know where he got it from, but it's just so loud. And he's friends with like a police chief and the police chief is like the number one thing that deters burglars or people going to your home is just loudness. And it is the loudest thing I've ever heard. Like he doesn't have a fancy ring, but he has this alarm system that will, if you open the door and it's on, like it is ear piercing. Like I literally thought I was the FBI, like breaking into his home. And like, I was on like a super <laughs> secret mission. Like I had to cover my ears and like run toward this thing. So it's not connected to anything. I don't think it's just like very loud. And maybe it alerts him. I don't know. It doesn't have to be that crazy. But if you are wanting something that's cheaper, I think you could just buy that. And it does the job, if not better than a ring. Because people still steal packages off your front porch of the ring or maybe even break mm -hmm. in. But they just put like a mask on. Yeah, that loud alarm will deter people. No, I literally have receipts for that. My dad and stepmom, they were on a trip and they have a very large, they have a ring and a very loud security system like that. And their back sliding door, someone had like tried to get in and it made that alarm go off and they left. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we had oh. a neighbor next door. Someone, he was out of town and someone was breaking into his garage. And Daphne, pop off Daphne, our, one of our golden retrievers was barking so loud. Like, at 2 a.m., 3 a.m., nonstop that the guy like gave up after 10 minutes because then my dad woke up and like the lights started turning on and Daphne to the rescue. See, just get a dog. There you I go. Know. Yeah, okay, good question for you. Gym and yoga studio memberships, maybe specifically like boutique gym memberships because, you know, you can pay for a gym membership that's like $20, $30 a month. But those boutique studios like Pilates or those orange theories, yoga, sometimes those can be more expensive. Do you think you should save and do those workouts from YouTube at home? Or do you think you should splurge and pay for those classes? See, I feel like I'm going to get in trouble for this because my membership at my yoga studio is comped for socials. Like content creation. Yeah. But I honestly like think I would save because you can go, there's so many free classes around or, you know, they'll do like okay, $10 for this week promo or like, oh, we're doing a $5 class today, like at different types of studios and gyms that I feel like between that, going on walks and runs outside, doing like the 28 wellness that you and I had talked about, doing those at home, all kinds of other home workout things. Like I don't know if shelling out like $200 every single month is worth it. Maybe doing like one month to really like learn some basics and get in that routine would be worth it. Mm -hmm. You know, like at, in the winter when maybe, you know, you're like, I really want a lot of hot yoga. Like that would feel so good. Then it could be worth it. But if it's like in the summer and you're traveling a lot, maybe not. Yeah. I think it depends on where you're at and if you're actually going to go. Because I, I kind of disagree. I think I would say splurge because I just don't think you can ever invest too much in your health as long as you're actually going. If you're not going to actually go and you're wasting that money, please don't have membership. But I don't know. For me, doing fitness is kind of like having health insurance and kind of like, well, I have health insurance, but it's kind of like putting your future self up for success. So if it is $200 a month to have like a really good fitness routine and like have really amazing instructors helping you, I don't know. I feel like down the road, if you're not doing that, maybe you're going to end up spending $200 a month on medicine because you weren't taking care of your body and like going and working out and doing those fit things. So no, I a thousand percent agree with that. I think mine's only coming from the place of like, I kind of get bored at one place. Yeah. And so it's like, uh, if I have a membership at this place for like a whole year, it can start to feel a little redundant and then maybe mm -hmm. you're like less motivated. And I could see the allure of like the freedom of being able to switch it up whenever you want. Yeah. And then the caveat with that is like, maybe you wouldn't go. Mm -hmm. I just feel like I would actually still go, even if it was like sporadic. Yeah. So I think either one 
if mm. you if you want to be a regular and want to get into it, I'm I'm all for it. But yeah, at the end of the day, if you're not going, please save that yeah, money. Yeah, I would just take the monthly total, divide it out by what it costs for a drop-in. Because I feel like sometimes those mm-hmm. drop-ins, you're like, oh, I don't want to pay $20 for a drop-in. But then if you only go four times in a month, it's like it would have just been cheaper to do the drop-in. Yeah, I you have to be very realistic with yourself because I know the orange theory, I used to do the unlimited. I think it was like 180 unlimited a month, but I could buy 10 classes for $200. And I'm like, it makes way more sense for me to just buy 10 classes at a time because I'm not going, I'm traveling for work. I'm never here. Like, yeah, I might be like, quote unquote, losing money or like, you know, getting less bang for your buck by paying $200. But then I can use those classes whenever I want and I don't have to like go X amount of times per month. Wait, yeah. So I think we're saying the exact same thing because that's still like a promo versus like a monthly membership. Right, but right now. So I'm still yeah, with you. Yeah, for sure. Oh. I'm paying, um, I do like Pilates month and I think it's worth it. But I don't know. It depends. It's all case by case. True, true. Maybe one final one to kind of wrap up on Saver Splurge new electronics. I feel like every year there's a new iPhone. There's like the AirPod Maxes. When is the time to upgrade your phone versus when's the time to just like ride it out, wait till it breaks in half before you get a new one? Oh, I'm a reluctant save and ride it out. Yeah. I think I've got like an iPhone 11 here. It's doing just fine. If anything, like, it's better. The cameras are getting so high quality that it makes your photos look so bad. Yeah. I just feel like the incremental change in the next gadget... Like, how much more is that really enhancing my life? And I feel like we've been through so many iPhone upgrades where it's like, you're so excited, but then like once you get it, it's it's not that exciting at all. So maybe yeah. channel that energy. Think about how you're going to feel after you get it if it's actually going to be worth it. Because I feel like it's more fun to wait for like such a long time and then like finally upgrade like years later mm-hmm. and then make like a big jump so that it actually feels like so exciting and like, oh, wow, this is actually so much better. There's so much more storage, so much faster, all of that, or for whatever it is, than just like a little baby jump. Yeah, especially this one, like those AirPod Maxes, like the over-the-ear headphones. I've seen a lot of people just like jump in and get those. And I'm like, I have... Bose over the ear headphones that were like $300. And I remember that being so expensive. Like I remember that being a huge purchase. And now like those new ones are like $550. I'm like, oh my gosh, do you really need the AirPod brand? I don't know. Okay. Well, AirPods that go in your ear, how do you feel? Because for me, those were a splurge and I would do it every time. Yeah. I think those are worth it. I mean, it's really nice to have no cords (laughs) to be hands-free. Mine is the noise canceling. Yeah. Oh, it's just so nice. It's funny that we keep saying like, save or splurge, but I'm going to bring it up. I literally got those for free because Connor thought he lost his. So he bought a new pair of AirPods Pros, like the noise canceling ones. And then like a month later, he found them in his car. I'm like, you ding ding. So I guess I got a pair for free. So would I have bought them? I probably would have waited out until my old AirPods, like the ones without noise canceling, crapped out. But they are very nice. So if you are on the fence, it is kind of a nice splurge. Okay. A wrapping up thought for Splurge is always see if there's like a way around it because Mm -hmm. this huge Athleta uh, zip up that I'm wearing right now, I went to Plato's Closet today on the way back from my appointment and it had a $119 price tag. It was $20 at Plato's and I had a $10 off. So it was $10. Wow. I could, because Village Point was right there. Plato's was right there where the Athleta store is. And I was like, uh, I could go. And I was like, let me just go see first if there's a cheaper option. Because I just wanted like a like a jacket to wear over to yoga when it's like, you know, the semi-cool temperature and I'm just chilly. Yeah. $10. See if there's a way around it. Love that. Try other people's out. Like one of the ones on this list we were going to talk about 
possibly was the Dyson Airwrap. Try someone else's. Like, do not go in and buy that immediately. Borrow someone's and even just waiting it out. I feel like I've waited out that one because I've been sitting on maybe getting one of those for a year. And now there's a dupe, the shark one. Those like shark vacuums came out with Mm -hmm. one. It's like a quarter of the price. So... I don't know. Yeah, waiting is good. And how you just said with your couch, like you guys have been eyeing that couch for a year. So you're thinking about it. You're making pros and cons. You're talking it out rather than just boom. Okay. Yeah, same with the suitcase. I waited on that for a long time. So when it did actually come to fruition, it wasn't like, oh my God, I just spent $300 like on a splurge. I really thought about it. And yeah, I think time is a good friend for these kind of issues. If you guys need any extra motivation, watch the Minimalist documentary on Netflix. They go through all, and they have a podcast too, different avenues of like how to decide if something is worth buying it. Mm -hmm. And it helped me a lot. Yeah, love that. Also, we'll just shout, maybe if you're really in the mood to save or splurge, try out one of those 30-day no spending challenges. I know no spend September, Allison mentioned to me offline was a big thing. I hadn't heard of that, but I've seen this girl on TikTok. She's not spending any money for 30 days. Maybe it doesn't have to be 30 days. Maybe it could be two weeks, a week. But if that's what you're looking for, I feel like that's a good way to reset and stop yourself from just like mindlessly spending on things that you kind of just get in the habit of spending on. Totally. And if no spending at all for 30 days seems way too extreme, you could figure out what category you're just doing a terrible job. Like, is it online shopping? Is it eating out? Is it drinks? Like maybe just try to eliminate like your worst category for a month and see how you feel. There we go. Well, I love that we did this new theme. Please let us know if you guys like this format and if there's any themes that we can give just general advice on that me and Alice can can build a little outline on. Um, I know we're excited to kind of explore this as well as always your listener submitted questions. Yes, of course. And with the What Would Your Bestie Do monthly segment, you guys can send us your questions anytime and we'll just plop them in at whatever month we feel like fits that topic. Perfect. Send those at our Instagram at Already Friends Podcast. Thank you so much for listening to another episode and we'll catch you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Hey guys, thanks so much again for listening to another episode. We seriously appreciate all the love and support and to show our appreciation, Allison's going to announce a giveaway that we have going on and she's going to tell you how you can get entered. All right. What you can win is a big PR box full of all of these awesome products. There will be something in there for everyone in order to get entered. There are two things you can do. One is to leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Make sure to send a screenshot of that to our Instagram. That way we know you left that review or you can put something up on your Instagram story, whether that's a screenshot of the podcast episode you're listening to, a quote that you resonated with, and tag us so that we can make sure to see it. And then we will put you into our chart of your name and we will draw at the end of the year. As always, if you guys want to stay connected with us, you can join our Facebook group, Already Friends Podcast, Friend Squad. You can also join our Patreon page, patreon.com slash alreadyfriends. It's $5 a month for a bonus episode every single month with access to our entire backlog of bonus episodes. Guys, so many good topics there. So go check that out. And yeah, as always thanks for listening and we'll catch you guys next time bye when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.